0: I would say that description is the description of how the old stories that you believe affect you. And it's not very magical, right? It's not magical at all. What you're doing is removing all the magic from life. So you're a woman beyond 50. What is standing between you and the dreams that you have in your heart? I'll tell you, it's the story that you're telling yourself. This podcast is about keeping our hearts awake and open to love because those stories are what closes your heart and keeps it locked up tightly. It takes courage every day to face those stories about 15 minutes a day only. In fact, I'm Bernice McDonald courageous happiness coach and that's the journey that I'm on in this life. I want you to find your heart again, to find the real you, the amazing, courageous, loving, crazy, sexy woman that you were meant to be. Yep, even after 50. You ready? Okay, come on in. Let's take those 15 minutes right now. Ah, the magic of life, and particularly the magic of love, which is what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about opening your heart, not leaving it closed up. Because when we close up our hearts, we end up in a place that shuts us off from so many things. Now, you may think you're closing your heart off from being hurt again because somebody crushed you or many people have crushed you on this life path. And you, being a woman beyond 50, have experienced a lot of different things in that way. We think by putting our hearts to sleep, by letting that heart be sleeping beauty, pricking her finger on a pain in life or many pains, allowing herself to fall asleep, letting the the wall of thorns grow up around the castle, letting the the bad fairy hover over her life and control her, the fiery fear dragon at the door. We think by doing all of that we are somehow protecting ourselves and we are in lots of ways because we don't feel as deeply. We force ourselves to feel numb and to go into hiding and to not Uh, connect with people the way so that people can um, hurt us so we cut ourselves off now I would say that description is the description of how the old stories that you believe affect you and it's not very magical right it's not magical at all what you're doing is removing all the magic from life Remember in the last episode, and if you haven't listened, please go back and listen to that episode before you move into this one. We talked about the runaway bride. Remember, because romantic stories, the stories that we women absolutely love and sometimes feel kind of sheepish that we love them, those stories teach us. Those stories actually speak to our hearts, the parts of us that we've put to sleep. That's why we love them. In a sense, we want to live the love that the person we're watching on the screen is living and we long to have the happy ending. Well, when we look at Runaway Bride and we look at Maggie, there she is. She is a heart walking her own life on her own path. However, she has had a lot of bad fairy voices telling her who she is, telling her what she always does, and the stories that she's come to believe through all of those voices is that, one, I'm not enough to just be myself, and so I need to adapt to every person that I am considering marrying, for one thing, and that's where it shows up a lot. I need to adapt and become like him so that he'll love me because if i don't i won't be loved and that's the two biggest fears that all people on this entire planet have if i am not enough i will not be loved and second the second story she's believing is that i can't help it i always do this she's told by her family yep maggie always runs She never can get married because she will get up to that altar and then she'll run away. And Maggie didn't want to believe that, which is why she got engaged over and over again. But she did believe it because she always made it happen. When she would run away, when she would get to that altar, she would run away. What I want to just bring to your attention here about the story of the lovely Maggie and how it relates to your heart is this. Remember that life is simple. It's number one, just two things. Number one, it's how we see ourselves. And number two, it's how we see others. Now, Maggie in this case was seeing herself as not capable of making her own decisions. Uh, She felt she was not good enough as she was she did not believe in herself she was listening and letting others tell her who she was secondly she saw others as being able to control her so if she did not please them she believed that they would remove their love from her and that scared her and so she tried to be everything that everybody wanted her to be and tried to please them and was always measuring where she fit in the eyes of others. These are two very dangerous, dangerous places to be. In fact, they are exactly the basis of what will be shutting your heart down. First of all, you don't believe in yourself. And secondly, you see others as enemies, not equals. So what Maggie did, every time she ran away, what she did not know is that she actually was standing up for herself. She knew in her heart that she wasn't happy. She may really have liked and respected the man that she was planning to marry, but she was having the wrong motive. By marrying him, by being with him, she was saying, um, I'm going to be everything that you want me to be because I have so much to give. I can just adapt to you and we are going to be happy because we are two peas in a pod. Well, that doesn't make love, right? You cannot go into love with a closed heart and you can't go into love not being yourself because, ta-da, at some point down the road, you are going to want to be yourself and that is going to set the other person totally off balance. He won't know who you are. He won't have a clue that this is really who you are because you portrayed this other person to him and he thought he was marrying or being with, moving in with, committing to somebody else. That's a really important thing to remember. Now, fortunately, Maggie didn't actually go through into that with any of these men in the story, in the movie, because they wanted to get her to her happy ending how did that happen? Maggie changed her story. Maggie found the magic. Okay, so she did this by and we can narrow this down. And I want this to be the easiest process for you that it can be. She used the three power pillars that changed her story. The first one was the pillar of purpose. Every time Maggie ran away, she was saying, she was standing up for her heart. She was saying, I'm afraid, I am not being who I am. And it was her heart speaking up saying, run, this is not the right situation for you. Our hearts are pretty accurate guides. It's the fear that we listen to that tells us, oh no, don't go there because if you do, this and this and this is going to happen. That's the fiery fear dragon speaking up to protect us. Now what we have to do is to shrink that fiery fear dragon into a little stuffed toy and call him Fred and say thank you Fred for protecting me, for wanting to protect me. But I need to take this step. I need to do this for myself I need to be who I am regardless of what other people think of me and Maggie did applied that that leads us into that second fear pillar I mean second power pillar the power of truth and the three magic words are the truth is Matt what Maggie realized was that The truth is, all right. she told herself the story, I am not enough, and the story, I always do this, but, here's the but, and we always follow after that, and that's why you want to put the truth is after the but. She looked at it very seriously, very honestly, and said, but, I am being controlled, but, I am not happy, but, I am not being myself, the truth is all of those things and then she took action finally after ike almost married her and she ran away again and she realized she was running away from something that she really wanted but there was still something stopping her a wall had come down she took time to one get very quiet by herself and two She started to figure out what it was she wanted in life. She started to figure out who she really was, despite what other people said. She started to figure out what kind of eggs she liked. Did you do that? The last action, the hope-filled action in the last episode? I'm going to ask you to go back there and take another step towards this. Your true heart shines through your character and if you are not being your true character your true heart will never be able to shine you need to lift your eyes above the story of love and you need to look at the bigger purpose picture you have more to you than just being somebody's partner you are more than just being somebody's daughter somebody's friend somebody's a mom you are a heart gifted with many many different things you have something to give to others that's how you need to see yourself number one how you see yourself and number two the others that you see are people that are walking on the path at the same level as you maggie's dad was really on the same level as her just as afraid of life as she was. Maggie's grandma, the same. Ike, the same. Nobody was above or below her. They were all walking on the same plane, on the same level pathway. So was your ex. So was your dad. So was the teacher that told you you weren't smart enough. They all were just living in their own stories and had no right to tell you who you were, and you made the mistake of thinking you needed to exchange your own person, your own story, for the story they were telling you about who you are. That ends here, right? You are going to find part of the courage is like Maggie did. She ran from that story, and she Number one got very quiet, and here is your your hope-filled action for today. Get very quiet, as Maggie did. Pull away from life for a while and really think this through. Imagine meeting yourself ten years from now. This will help you. You you knock on a door, and there you are. You ten years from now. And you're smiling. That person, 10 years older than what you are right now, glows. Now I want you to think, why do they glow? How do you feel around her? What does she love about her life? And you can just tell what kind of atmosphere does she create around her? What is it that she is doing in her life that you absolutely wish you could be doing in your life? And lastly when you sit down with her and say what one piece of advice would you give me because I'm ten years behind you what one piece of advice would you give me so that I can be where you are right now in ten years and (laughs) truth be told you could be even in a better place I want you to think those questions through. I am attaching a thought sheet, process sheet for you so that you can go in your heart and you can ask those questions. I don't care if you put them on your phone so that you can review them and I hope you do. I don't care if you write them down or if you just think them through, but in some way, make a note Of what the answers to those questions are think about meeting yourself in ten years who do you want to be all right my lovely ladies you go and have an awesome day I believe in you I believe that you are going to find that new story that's going to light up your life wake up your heart and bring you to a place where you love your life, and where you love love again. I will talk to you in the next podcast.